episode 50. Reflecting back. Hey Chainers and welcome to another edition of Chain of Wealth. I'm your host Dennis O'Brien. And I'm Katie Welsh. Alright Katie, so today is actually a very special episode. Yeah, it is. There's actually no interview and we haven't done a no interview episode for a very long time. And the reason today we're doing a no interview episode is because it's our 50th one. Can, Can you, you believe, believe it? it? Yeah, no, I, I literally can't. Oh, it's when, insane. <laughs> when I think back to like the first couple of podcasts, first, I wasn't even on them. <laughs> yeah, like you only came in a little bit after we'd been going a little while. Yeah, and I feel like we have changed so much, Dan. We have. And I just want to say, like, you know, it's it's March now, and that the, those 50 episodes are since November. So if you think about that, that's November, December, January, February, March. That's like five months as such. Like, I know we cut our frequency down to two episodes a week. Thank God. But still, that's insane. If you think about it, there's like 52 weeks in a year. So, like, the fact that we've interviewed so many inspirational people and we've learned so much in this time has been phenomenal. And we have got to talk to a bunch of really cool people. Um, and we've really accomplished a lot more than I think that we thought we were going to. Yeah, definitely. I think just from even making money on the sites to the numbers that we've had to the growth on the podcast, like it's literally been a whirlwind. <laughs> so let's give a little bit of fun detail. Yeah, let's. So we have made a list of goals that we check into Once a month, every now and then. Yeah, every now and then. Uh, Usually when we are rarely hanging out, relaxing, having some wine. And we've actually crossed off a lot of our goals. Yeah, we definitely have. So the... We we actually broke our goals down into different categories to sort of like track things and... And make it easier. Yeah, and make it easier. And what we sort of did is we broke it down. And as an example... Some of our goals were like content, audience, SEO, products, and financial, um, and then also press as well. So like having a look through that goal list, it's amazing how much we've ticked off. And I honestly think like for anyone that's trying to achieve any kind of goal, if you can write down your goals and you can talk to someone else about them and be held accountable, that's half your battle. And even if you don't have anybody to talk to, which is kind of unlikely, but even if you just write it down and put it in your bathroom mirror so you see it all the time. Right. But anyway, so let's talk about some of the fun things we've done. Right. So do you want to dive into content goals first? Sure. Okay. So content goals. Our first goal was get one podcast episode live. You know, oh. that was one of the first goals we set. And we that's set a- the bar very low. <laughs> we that- set the bar extremely low. <laughs> that was how we definitely were going to be able to mark something off. We didn't set our bar very high. Right. But also there's this big thing that bloggers and podcasters all go through called imposter syndrome. And imposter syndrome is exactly like it sounds. Who am I to do this? You know, do we have the knowledge? Do we have the ability? And a lot of people like really suffer with imposter syndrome. Well, and I definitely did because a lot of the times, especially back in like November, December, right? even 
September, October before we launched, I would say to you, but I don't know anything about personal finance. I am am a train wreck. Why would I tell other people what to do? Well, also the thing is you learn by association, right? right? So the fact that you're immensing yourself in all this knowledge and surrounding yourself by all these inspirational people, they will rub off on you and they will teach you things and you'll learn a lot. It's like you have to be friends with the good kids at school. Right. Just because like, if you're friends with all the bad kids, you're, you're going to be getting in things. trouble and you're yep. doing bad things, but <laughs> you are the company you keep. Yeah. So. Awesome. So let, let's talk about what we've hit off. One episode live, 10 episodes live, 20 episodes live, 30 episodes, and now 50 episodes live. Our next goal is a bit higher. It's 100 episodes. So we'll probably be back in half a year's time to talk about that again because <laughs> we're doing two episodes a week. but. That's pretty cool. Um, we also had our first podcast interview where we were the guests. Yes, that's true. That and was that's, so fun. That episode's actually coming out on Monday. So we'll be sure to tweet that out. I think it's going to be a two-part series. So yeah, we'll definitely tweet it out. So follow Chain of Wealth on Twitter if you'd like to see that link. Yes, and I try to tweet as much as I can, but I am not a natural Twitterer. <laughs> Katie's been learning Twitter. Like I, I showed her how to send a direct message, like what, like a week a ago? DM, a, a DM. A DM. Or PM. It could be either, right? <laughs> That's tricky. That's too much for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and when we were doing that interview, even though we have a podcast all the time and we talk to people all the time, when I was on the other like flip end of it, yeah. I kind of like blacked out. Like I, yeah, I don't remember what we talked about, but also I remember talking a lot though. So hopefully I made sense. But also it's interesting hearing your story, you know, and when you're the guest, you, you have a whole different perspective and you actually realize people need to know what you have to say, you know, and like you have a story which can inspire people. Well, and I think it's important to remember because this is something that I kind of struggled with in the beginning, especially with putting literally all of my like dirty laundry out in the world. Right. A, nobody cares. Yeah, no one cares. And (laughs) B, everybody has made mistakes and most of the time they're worse than yours. Yeah. So since we have started Chain of Wealth and we go around and we talk to people and and even just like in social like friends of friends or going to a bar and talking to the person next to you we bring up chain of wealth all the time and i'm shameless like yeah i kind of force people to like check us out but i mean also everything is out there already with you so you have nothing to hide but then they start talking to us and everybody is a wreck yeah Everybody. There's a major problem. And it's not just an American problem. It's a global problem. Like people abuse credits. And it's everybody seems like it's one of those things where you just don't talk about it. Yeah. Like if I don't talk about it, it will go away. People are very quiet about it and they feel like it's something that should not be discussed. And meanwhile, finances are so important. You should be discussing it with your family at the dinner table. You know, it's that kind of a thing. And most families don't. No. Mine certainly didn't. No, mine didn't either. Uh, another big thing, we've gotten a lot of fan mail. Yes. And it's so exciting. It is exciting. Hearing back from people and sort of hearing people's feedback and what they like and what they don't like, it helps so much. And people that I worked with, 
uh, Vivian would tell me all the time. She's like, oh, I just listened to this or I listened to that. And like it made my day. I love talking to her about the podcast. And you've had a lot of people who have. Yeah. People just reach out and, and they sort of like, thanks so much for the educational content. You know, we really appreciate that you guys are doing this for us. And, you know, like it, it definitely helps inspiring others, you know, and sort of asking the questions that everyone else wants to ask, but they're too scared to ask. And I think having it in a podcast episode, it's a bit more intimate. You have us in your earlobes, you know, where nobody knows, <laughs> no one knows what you're listening to. And <laughs> you're able to dive into the questions that you want to know the answers to, but you're too afraid to actually ask them. Right. And my friend Haley, she also like casually will be like, Hey, what do I do here? And what do I do there? And and sometimes I'm able to tell her and then other times I'm like, mm, I don't really know what to tell you, but I'll find out for you. Yeah. And you're able to. Yeah. And then I also personal finance people seem to love side hustle. Yeah. It's um, a massive thing in the personal finance space. It really is, which is quite interesting. But anyway, so I have a, a little bit of a side hustle now while you're studying. Right. That kind of. It more just gets me out of the house and like to do something on the mm-hmm. weekend instead of just sit around and pester you. And there's this girl. I don't know if I've told you about her. Um, but so I work at this like hair salon as like a receptionist and it's fun and, you know, it's close by home. So it's no problem to get there and everything. And she I love her saving tip. Remember a long time ago we talked to Aaron Lowry. And she was talking about the $5 savings plan. Yes. And then my mom was talking about that. how she was going to Italy. Yeah. Like is she putting a little plan. bit aside? Like if you pay the 10, you get a five back. You stash that five somewhere. This girl does the same thing, but for 20. <laughs> I mean, like it's definitely going to make you save a lot quicker. But you know what I find hard is that that temptation to spend the money must be there. I think she's good with it, though. Yeah. She's good. You have to be disciplined. Yeah. Okay, so other exciting things now that we've talked about fan mail and kind of gone off on off-topic stuff. Um, we've had lots of guest posts. Yes. And that has transformed into me... Uh, doing a little bit of freelance work. Yeah, so Katie's been pursuing a bit of a freelance writing career. Which has been amazing. I've always wanted to be an author, so I kind of get to feel like a pseudo-author <laughs> when I'm getting paid to write stuff. Yeah, but I mean, you know, getting getting published in different places, it definitely helps like build your like um, portfolio, you know, and helps you get your name out there a little bit. And, you know, like... If you're if you're trying to do something or you have a goal or dream, like start off basic and start doing it for free. Right. You know, something simple where you're like, hey, you have a site. I've got a cool piece of article that I would love to write for you and just write it for free, you know. And then after a while, once you've got a, a bit of a portfolio built up, you can then start approaching other people and saying, hey, I now charge for this. Right, right. So I have been writing a bunch of cool things. Um, I wrote a post last week. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I think it's <laughs> called Neepy. Neepy, yeah. Um, the Balinese New Year, which super cool. If you don't know about the Balinese New Year, you need to Google it. Um, definitely a top bucket list thing you want to see in your life, uh, especially if you're American, because as an American, it is something very 
hard for me to really understand while I was trying to write about it because I couldn't even fathom this kind of a thing. Right. Um, also starting to learn how to write power pages. Yeah. So Katie's recently been taking an SEO course to sort of help chain a wealth grow a little bit. Um, the SEO course is called SEO That Works. It's by Brian Dean. Um, it's currently closed for enrollments. It only opens up once a year. So we jumped at it. If if you guys do want to do it, you're going to have to wait. <laughs> we we talked about it for a long time. Though. Yeah, it, it's definitely not a cheap course by any means. How I'm not sure. I'm not going to say, but oh. you'll be able to see the prices next year when the course is released. It's released like end of January sort of thing. Um, but it's a phenomenal course. It basically teaches you how to build links to your site, how to build your online presence as such and it's in a way that is completely white hat and you know through basically creating these things called power pages which are basically these mega pieces of content and it's i'm gonna throw it out there i am not techie like on some podcasts before we've talked like i have struggled checking my email right so the fact that i'm able to create these power pages it is so thorough that not that I question my ability, but if I'm able to do this, then other people are definitely able to. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. And I think like a lot of the power pages, if anyone's interested, like you could check out Katie's latest power page. It's chainofwealth.com slash passive dash income dash ideas. That's passive dash income dash ideas. Hopefully one day if they... Google the laundry method. <laughs> it will be there. <laughs> I'm sure it will. It'll just take a, a matter of time, really. But yeah, the whole idea of it was to be able to make extra money during your day, but not go out of your way. Right. Yeah. So it was um, something I wish I would have had more time in Florida to do it. I only learned about it kind of towards the end of my time living in Florida. And lifestyle is much different from Florida to Virginia. Like, now yeah. we don't have a car. Yeah, things are a bit different. Yeah, we're in a one-bedroom apartment now. Yeah, but- I don't drive to work anymore. So, my life is different. I can't really do the laundry method. But if you do drive to work and you have a place with a spare bedroom, then you definitely need to check it out. Yeah, definitely um, very cool. What are some other things we... That has changed. Um, well, if you're looking for some awesome debt blogs, I've recently, recently completed a power page. Um, you can check out chainofwealth.com slash top dash debt dash blogs. And we'll link to all of this. Yeah, the it'll be in the show page. notes. But in short, I compiled a list of 100 debt conquering blogs. And it is 100. I counted them several times it was quite painful (laughs) and a lot of our um guests that we've had on the podcast are on the list yeah which was pretty cool yeah the the way we sort of compiled the list was we looked at what was really useful to people you know if you're in debt what's going to help you get out of debt what's going to motivate you what tools and tips can you use so definitely check that out um other than that oh i have a student loan update yeah so katie started off with thirty-eight thousand. Oh man when you put it like that <laughs> so, so thirty-eight thousand dollars. right you then were like all right i'm gonna tackle the student loan um yeah well after much motivation well yeah and, and you had you. you had a lot of other things on your plate as well you had like a car with negative equity you had a 
house. Um, and a lot of people can read like about that in the blog, but Katie's to to goal the, for this year is like student loans. So, right. so to give like a short recap, uh, when I moved to Virginia, I was like a hot mess. Like there's no other way to put it. I had co-signed for a car, which turned into a massive nightmare. I ended up having $20,000 of negative equity. The only way I could get only my name on the car loan was to buy another more expensive car. So I was driving a Honda, which was the price of a nice BMW. So that was tough. And then randomly, I'm one of the only people that is under 30, probably under 50, that has had the mumps. Yeah. Um. So about a year ago, I got the mumps and the hospital thought it was like the bubonic plague and I was hospitalized and they didn't know what to do with me. And my teacher insurance only covered so much. So I had my negative equity, massive car loan payment. I had a medical bill, my mortgage payment, which I thought I had done a really good job at buying a place, but still that's the money out the door. Yeah, it all adds up. And then my student loan that I had like ignored. Yeah, definitely. Like there's no other way around it. I ignored it. Um, since then I have sold the house, which thankfully the house appreciated. So when I sold it, I was able to take the money that I made. I had just enough to be able to sell my car. I wrote a $15,000 check. It was a very big check. It was a a really large check (laughs) to get rid of the car. In in retrospect, how much was your car payment every month? My car payment was $663 every month. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again. $663 every single month. And that's as a teacher, like trying to make that payment every single month. That is huge. It was awful. It was awful. You have your living expenses as well. You're trying to, you know, like pay for your home. You got your student loan payments and then just living, you know, going out, buying food, you know, getting to work. Right. Wow. Yeah. So it was tough. Um, and that doesn't include like when I brought the car up here, parking it, right. insurance, everything yeah. else like that. That's a, so I was extra. able to write the check. I got 18 grand for the car and then I wrote 15,000 to get rid of it. So that was a really great day um, back Around Thanksgiving. Yeah. That was the best money you've spent in your life. Um, and then I was <laughs> also able to um, pay off my medical bill, which was not a lot. It was like 1500 It still adds up. Which is yeah. a lot of money, but in retrospect for a medical bill. Could be a lot worse. We've heard some thought, terrible stories. <laughs> when I thought that I had like the bubonic plague. Not a huge amount. Right. Um, and for my student loan. I, what did I do? I did the teacher forgiveness and I got five grand forgiven. And then now everything that I make off chain of wealth or any little bit of extra money that I have, I put straight towards my student loan. So now I am down after this month. So at the end of March, I am super excited. I will have broken 30,000. And I will owe twenty nine thousand. Woohoo! So Katie, it's still a ton a, of money, but no, but it, it's a massive achievement, and you know, like it's a major step towards becoming debt free. Like hitting those big, like milestone numbers, are absolutely key. 
Yeah. Well, and every now and then I feel like, oh, if I didn't have that negative equity, I would have been able to put so much more towards my car. Or if I didn't ignore my student loan for almost a decade, I would have it paid off by now. Yeah. But but that's life. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah, that's life. And you can only deal the hand that you're adults, you know, right. and decide what you're going to do with it. So, yeah, no, I think absolutely congratulations on everything. Like it's been going absolutely phenomenally. And for anyone that doesn't know, the way that Chain of Wealth typically makes money is through largely affiliate links. So as an example, um, if you are interested in airbnb if you click on our link and you sign up to be a host and you invite strangers into your home, Katie will get Which paid. Which is actually a lot of fun. You, <laughs> you don't sell that very well. <laughs> Fair enough. But in short, that's how Chain of Wealth makes money. So anytime you click on a link and it's an affiliate link, we will get paid for that. And in short, every single dollar that Chain of Wealth is making goes straight to Katie, you know, so it's going straight to the student loan fund. And that is the primary objective of Katie for this year is building up Chain of Wealth and paying off her loan. Yeah, basically. Um, Since we have, well, I have written so many posts about Airbnb and we were super hosts in our old place and we really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. We it met is a lot of fun. so many cool people. And international people from all over the world. You, yeah. And yeah, our, it's our crazy. first guest, remember, he was from Africa. Yes. <laughs> he was from Mozambique, which is like right next door to where you right, are. Right, yeah. Were. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> but we just are in the finishing stages of making our first course, which is super yes. exciting. So I, I did mention it on the previous podcast episode, but... If anyone hasn't checked it out, you can check out hostingyourpad.com. That's the course that Katie's putting together. There's currently only a waiting list, but in the next couple of days, it's going to be opening up and you'll be able to learn everything that there is to know in terms of optimizing your profile and, you know, really creating an enticing profile to get more guests to start making money off your spare bedroom or home or whatever it is. And yeah. What was your favorite Airbnb memory? My favorite Airbnb I'm totally memory. putting you on the spot here. Yeah, you, 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 you're like totally like throwing me under the bus. And you know what? It was, I enjoyed the constant turnover. You know, I wouldn't say that there was one guest that really did it for me. It was the constant turnover and seeing new people all the time and meeting all these inspirational people. I really thought that that was awesome. Oh, good to know. How about you? Oh. I guess I should have been prepared for this. What goes around comes around. <laughs> um, there are a couple of memories that kind of stick out. More so, I really enjoyed, I feel like we had a lot of people from different cultures. Right. We had somebody from India, Europeans, too many to count. Um, and then a lot of people from like California, Arizona. I really enjoyed talking to them. Yeah, and just hearing their stories and yeah. what things are like back at home and for them. And seeing their, the pictures of their families. And I know, I remember a lot of people would send like little thank you letters, like they would leave them on their bed. Yeah, it was actually really sweet. And I really enjoyed getting the thank you letter. Um, but yeah, definitely. If And I was actually talking to my mom about it today because she was like, do you think that my house is nice enough to Airbnb? Yeah. And for a little backstory, so my mom lives in Florida and 
her house is not brand new. Um, I think it was built in like the 60s or 70s, but she's fixed it up cute and she has like a big yard and it's super like neighborhoody and everything. Right. And I told her definitely like as long as you keep the place clean, like people aren't moving in with you. They are there to sleep and shower for the most part. Right. And also people that are staying with you as an Airbnb host, they're there for the local experience. You know, they want to know how the locals live and they're looking for tips from you and they want to figure out what's life like on the ground. Yeah. And I loved when we were hosting, especially in such a touristy area like DC, being able to tell them, okay, like are you, of course, go to the monuments, go to the museums, go to all that. But then you need to go and eat here or you need to go to this place because that's really like an actual experience. Yeah, no, it it really is. And getting those local tips as a traveler are priceless. Well, and then you don't have to pay the tourist price. (laughs) That's true. It's like, well, avoid this place. Don't go there. Yeah. Ask for Pete when you go around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Travel hacking to the extreme. Yeah, it's, it's really amazing in terms of like the kind of experiences you can have. Okay, so real quick, any goals for Chain of Wealth? Goals, well, I'm not sure. I don't think we publicize it too much, but Chain of Wealth has hit 20,000 downloads. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the stats right now and we're just over 22,000. So thanks so much to everyone for all the support. It's been awesome. And listening, tell your friend. Yeah, I, I would definitely say that a goal for me would be to, break a hundred thousand at this point i know it's still quite far off you know we're probably about a fifth of the way there um but that's sort of like a midterm goal like i would really love to see the podcast grow and to just reach like a whole bunch of new people and inspire people really how about yourself can i be totally honest with you yeah be able to publish a podcast episode without any help Without any help. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I do some of the light editing and everything, but I don't actually know how to put it on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. Dennis puts it all yeah. there. All right, cool. Well, I'm sure I'll be able to help you to do that. <laughs> we don't we don't need to we don't need to do that very quickly. We are working on quite a bit. I'm learning a lot. Yeah. So it can be like a distant goal. Okay. Sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah well i think that about wraps it up for today's episode yeah i Once got again, nothing else thanks to everyone for all the support really appreciate it and we will be back on monday with chris browning and he was super good so you're definitely gonna want to tune in for that one definitely yeah all right well have a good day yep and <laughs> catch you on the flip side This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.